Dane, what's up, man? Welcome back to Kansas from Vegas. How are you? Oh, excellent. Excellent. Had a great time. Uh, man, it feels like forever since we've done an episode, so I'm excited to get back on the horse, as they say. Isn't it crazy? It's only been two weeks, but in, in, in yeah. radio time, it feels like an eternity, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Holidays, getting things going, man. You know, there's always those those bits and pieces. But, man, tell me about Vegas. You guys took took Sid, right, as a, as a reward? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. She uh, We took her as a reward. My wife uh, told her long ago, whenever she started this softball journey she's on in sports, that uh, she started having a little bit of success. So my wife kind of told her, hey, if you ever win the national championship, We'll take you wherever you want to go. I love it. She happened to do it last year, and she took home an MVP trophy with that. So we had to pay up, and and she ultimately picked Las Vegas because uh, it's one of her favorite spots. So we took her out there, had a great time, and and just uh, spoiled her the way she should have been. So we had a Rightfully great time. Deserved, man. Rightfully yeah, deserved. absolutely. She's awesome. Congrats, say We love you. We're glad you're out there uh, winning championships. Ask your dad for the next one to take me to Vegas, right? <laughs> so, but no, dude, it, it's it's that's awesome, man. You know, we started this from a softball aspect, and it's grown to all yeah. sports and music, right? Yeah. And dude, we, we were talking. We were talking the other day. This year has just been incredible. The lessons we've learned as we approach yeah. 200, 250 episodes and not slowing yeah. down. It's a lot of lessons that we've learned. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, you take like the fishing, the, the the even the the archery stuff we've gotten into, the big four sports. Of course, our love mm -hmm. for female athletics and softball, the musicians. It's made me think a lot about things I want to do going into next year, as far as maybe some resolutions. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and I think, yeah, makes, I think about, you know what I mean. It, cut, uh, it always it always makes you want to become a better person. I mean, it's got to start somewhere, and what better time than that New Year clock ticking yeah. on you. I think from what I've learned this year, maybe you can tell me too, my resolution is to be a little bit more patient. I don't want to do anything crazy or am I going to give myself a goal of like running 50 million miles or anything crazy, but I yeah. think it was going to be more patient. Have you maybe thought of a resolution for yourself after what you've heard this year? Yeah. I mean, something along those lines, I mean, being a little bit more patient when following a passion, something that you mm -hmm. love to do. I mean, don't be afraid to just, uh, if you have something that you enjoy, follow it, you know, yeah even to it, you know, put everything you've got into it. Like we say, don't compromise yourself, but put everything you've got into it and, uh, and you'll reach it to some success and you'll have a great love time that. doing it. So definitely I something I want to try. Stick, stick to it, I guess is, is a good yeah. way to put it. So yeah, we've learned a lot yeah. of that, man. Speaking of someone, as we transition, all of you, thank you out there for this year. We, we love you. We can't say enough thank yous. Uh, but 2024 yeah. is going to hit hard, Dan. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. And, the, and this gentleman, we wanted to kind of ring in the new year with the guy I've been following for a long time. They call him Joe Bassman, Joe Grafman. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the host of Going Pro Online, Pro Major League Fisherman, <laughs> right up my alley. You know I love fishing, man. Um, oh, yeah. He's the tour guide at Lake of the Ozarks. Also just got engaged, so we're, congratulations to him yeah. and, so and the missus. And just, just out there doing – uh, great things to promote the sport at a young age, man. So um, I'll give a little link here. Uh, you guys will see in the bio for his uh, show. Be sure to follow him. But let's get to it and bring on our buddy, uh, Joe Grafman. Joe, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show today, guys. Hey, thank you for your time. We we, we can't uh, thank you enough. And, and let us be the first to say uh, Happy New Year to you. Yes, sir. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. Happy New Year. 2023 was a good year and ready to get 2024 started for sure. 
Let's so, go, man. Again, again, congrats on the uh, the engagement to you and the missus with nothing but yeah. happy thoughts for you. I can't wait to, yeah. uh, as you say, you got you got yourself a catch, right? Uh, not not releasing this one. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, she's a keeper awesome. for sure. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Well, over the over the years uh, of doing the show, Joe, Dane, and I have kind of cultivated some questions with the audience. So I'm going to kick it off, and we'll go back and forth. So, looking at your love for fishing, man, I remember when I first got my love, my grandpa, you know, the first catch. I remember where I was at, just a little tiny perch. You know, everybody gets that love for fishing. When you got the the bug for this, if you will, maybe how old were you? When did this love for fishing begin for you in your life? So I started fishing at a very early age. You know, my dad, he really was a big influential part of helping me get started. And, you know, we used to come down. I remember from St. Louis, that's originally where I'm from, uh, every weekend down here to Lake of the Ozarks. And okay. fell in love with this area and the sport of fishing at a very early age. And, you know, I've always caught a lot of different species of fish, but I would say bass definitely has my heart. There's nothing better than that. And I was probably three years old when I picked up a fishing rod and uh, okay. a little bit older, you know, I caught my first bass. I remember it like it was yesterday on a little two foot Snoopy pole, you know, just walking the banks as a kid. And that was a very, uh, just monumental or, you know, time in my life that I remember that happening very vividly for me. And, uh, that's kind of what got me started and growing up, moving forward from there. Uh, you know, I grew up going to school in St. Louis and mm -hmm. all I wanted to do was fish. I wanted to, mm. I, I would fish before school if I could, I would fish <laughs> after school. And, uh, so my parents, they moved me down to Lake of the Ozarks at the age of 13 and went to high school here, graduated high school and started my guide service and haven't looked back since. Love it. Is that where I, I guess the, the, the Joe Bassman nickname started early on at that Snoopy pole at the age of three, huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Love it. Been love that, dude. For a little while. That's awesome. I love it. Then go ahead, man. <laughs> now, before I go into two, I was, well, actually I'll go right into two and then I'll follow up. But uh, what are maybe that you turned pro since you've turned pro, what is maybe a, a event that kind of sticks out in the forefront of your mind whenever you think of your career i mean even being so young you're doing all these different uh events and locations and things is there maybe one or two event that sticks out as maybe one of your one or two of your favorites mm. there is yeah and just as far as from like a learning curve standpoint mm -hmm. you know there's the beautiful thing about the sport of tournament fishing is you can never stop learning you know it's not mm -hmm. like you can have you know basketball or golf or whatever and you can absolutely master that you know you're chasing after a fish that's underneath the water and you're chasing something that you can't see and so there's always something to learn and you know as far as tournament fishing goes and like probably my most memorable tournament for me uh since i turned pro and this past season was i would say probably lake eufaula in oklahoma okay. mm -hmm. um or lake of the ozarks here you know we had a tournament here this year and ended up making the final day uh which if you make the final day you get a good payday and a lot of exposure so probably making the cut here to fish the final day um was very memorable for me and also lake eufaula uh so you know our tournaments we have three days uh for a tournament and then we have an off day and then three days of practice 
And throughout mm. the practice for that Lake Eufaula event, I was catching them really good. I was felt like I was around a lot of fish to really have a good tournament. And yeah. so we went out on day one, and I caught uh, like almost 19 pounds wow. on my best okay. five, and was in ended up in 11th place after the first day. That's awesome, I think man. this was like my third event of the year this year and uh, went out day two, super excited. You know, I'm in a good spot to move up and have a good event. And day two, I went to my same area and they were still there and it was about 12 o'clock and I didn't have a bite. So I ended up leaving and looking back on that, that was the total wrong decision, you know, it's, <laughs> Yeah. Such a game of decisions and making them yeah. at the right time is definitely what's important. And, you know, I've ended up coming in that day and uh, ended up dropping down in the standings. But a buddy of mine pulled into that same stretch of bank after I had left and ended up catching them just on a different bait, you know. And it's yeah. crazy how just those little differences can make a world of difference when it comes yeah. down to it. And uh, since then, you know, I've spent – shoot probably every day on the water that I can and I'm really trying this off season to work on things that I recognize that I'm not as good at and uh, just become a well all-around versatile fisherman and you have to be good at every single thing every technique and uh, I've spent a lot of time this off season working on my weaknesses and I'm ready to come back stronger this next year. I love it. No bad days on the water, right? Even if it's a learning Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Dave, before you take that bonus, you said something. You talked about the 19 pounds of fish. I caught 19 pounds on time too at Long John Silvers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> oh, my, my question kind of centered around, it's great that you said learning and it's a game of decisions. Speaking of that big decision, you know, whenever you went from, you know, that Snoopy pole days, going into being All-American in high school. What did what did it take for you, or maybe one or two things that you can tell us about turning that passion and that love of, of fishing into saying, okay, I think I can do this for a career. Mm -hmm. and, and ultimately being a guide that you do now, your show and being a, on the pro circuit doing tournaments, what are maybe one or two things that you had to learn to make that leap? That's good. Yeah, uh, I mean, it takes a lot of work, and it's definitely not an easy road to get there. And you have to love the game because it's not like, you know, you go into a nine-to-five and you're behind an office and you're, you know, working every day in that aspect. Mm -hmm. In this world, you're your own boss. So when you get home, you have to go and be on the water. You have to be doing sponsor obligations. You have to be doing a lot of different things and manage a lot of different things at one time. And, uh, but it definitely, for me, I think, and a lot of other people can relate, it comes down to the love of the sport. And mm -hmm. if you don't absolutely love it and you can't live without it, you're never going to make it in this world at all. It's so good, man. Dane, you talked, we've, we've heard, it's interesting, uh, Joe, because we've heard musicians and athletes of all sports, right? And you, yourself included. That's a theme we hear a lot. People like yourself, where you do it pro, it's like it's just in your blood. Like, you just love it. I think you, you know, even though you're very successful, I think people would do it even if it wasn't a pro thing. And you can just tell that you love it. It's Absolutely. really cool, man. Love and it. as far as what you had just said there, you know, people will do it if it's not their profession that's the beautiful thing about just the outdoor industry whether it's fishing or hunting or 
mm-hmm. you know, whatever you can do it as long as you're able to, no matter the age and you can get started yeah. in any time. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing to yeah. be outside in God's creation and enjoying this great earth that we have. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I, you touched on influences a little bit. Like I think about people that have influenced me as a fisherman, like Wayne Rowley, my, my brother-in-law, Andrew, um, even like Christy Bradley and um, working with Heidi. Yeah. You probably have a couple of those people that have influenced you. I know you mentioned pops and all that, but maybe it's people on the circuit with you or uh, up-and-comers that have taught you things, man. Is there maybe one or two influences uh, that kind of helped you show you the ropes, if you will, going pro? Absolutely. You know, I uh, from a very early age, I had a lot of good – connections within the sport and no you know I knew a lot of the right people to kind of get me influenced into it and as we progress into this journey I've met some amazing friends you know traveling the country and um but as far as like influencers that I'm competing against or people that I know that I can call after a tournament uh, for me I would probably say that's Randy Howell or uh mm-hmm. Carl Jockamson you know I'm yeah. pretty good friends with them and you know everybody can kind of relate that's been through it some of the struggles day to day and whatnot mm-hmm. so it's nice to be able to have those people in your corner and yeah. have them to talk to and relate to because they've been through it and you know you can learn from a lot of people like that yeah. that's cool and dane we talk about different sports and joe we see it in, in yeah. the sport of pro fishing too it's neat that you can compete on 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 fish day and then go hang out and fish you know yeah. almost recreationally afterwards and learn like that's what i love about this sport man everyone's so welcoming and it really is a family yeah. thing so it's really cool to see you know i love that absolutely so, yeah go ahead dan uh now with obviously we're on the new year here 2024 what are some of the things that you have on slate for you as not only a guide and your show but also uh, some events that you're going to compete in coming into the new year yeah, so this coming year, 2024, I will be fishing the Major League Fishing Tackle Warehouse Invitationals again. So super excited for that. Got a new schedule, a lot of different lakes that I haven't been to. Some of them I have, but I really enjoy going to new bodies of water and mm-hmm. figuring it out. You know, you don't have any preconceived notions when you go to a place like that. And you can just fish free and put the work in and go find them and hopefully have some good events. and. You know, last year, I could have had the year that you dream about uh, since I was a kid with the Snoopy pole, you know, but it's just, like I said, making those decisions when it comes down to it and uh, making the right one. So super excited for that, ready to get on the road. I'm actually, I think, maybe heading to Texas tomorrow uh, before the Sam Rayburn goes off limits, so I can get down there. That lake is seven and a half feet low. So it's a lot different than normal. There's a ton of standing timber and stuff. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to navigate, especially due to the low lake levels. So yeah. excited to get down there. And um also gonna be fishing the major league fishing Toyota series this year. Uh came close to winning that one here in September and they actually have another one here. The last event of the Toyota is here at Lake of the Ozarks again this year. So see if we can't get some redemption on them. 
Love it. There you go. That's cool, man. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's uh, it's just I, I could say it, Dane knows this. I love fishing. I I I do yeah. amateur. You know, I just I fish probably 150 days a year here in Kansas. We can go from like February to November. So it's just cool to hear techniques and like the way you attack the sport. Everybody's got a different way of like that makes them tick, and it just it fascinates me to hear how you go about your your craft, man. We're gonna transition, Joe, into something I promise you we're going to make you laugh this is the only part we don't give any prep for either every one of our guests this is a trademark thing we do for the show it's called rapid fire now check this out there's five questions um, that the audience gives us worldwide you know from like we've got people from you know uh, ireland to japan right that'll send us like what we call rapid fire now it's pg but we're yeah. going to get weird it's fun but we're going to get weird for a minute okay <laughs> so um now there's no wrong answer. Here's what's cool about this. You there's no wrong answer. We and Dane and I have these questions. We don't tell you these. We have bet each other on what we think you're gonna say. And whichever one of us gets the most questions right gets lunch provided by the loser. So me and Dane are betting on you. So go with the heart, go with your gut. There's no wrong answer. This is more about me and Dane betting on lunch on what we think you're gonna say. Okay. Okay. So All right. Now, with this segment, anything's possible. Uh, celebrities, actors, uh, people can come back to life from the past. This is just a, a kind of yep. a, a fun, uh, uh, fictitious segment to pick, your, to, to pick your brain about your personality, okay? So you ready? Mm -hmm. So we know you're all American days, and we know athletes and music kind of goes together hand in hand. So you are pro circuit. Uh, you get called up and say, we're going back, taking you as you are now back to the late 70s, early 80s. Um, these bands are way before your time. But they say, hey, tell Joe we want to do a, a game of pickup basketball, three-on-three. Three. Joe and two of his buddies taking on one of these two bands in a full-court basketball game. You can go up against the gentleman of ZZ Top, you and two of your buddies, in a basketball game. Or you can go against the guys of CCR. You two buddies against one of those two bands. Who do you want to go against? I'd go against CCR. Let's go. I had it. I had that one, Dan. How about you, man? You had that one? <laughs> no, I had ZZ Top. You know, maybe you can get a... Beard tug if you need to get around. That's awesome. <laughs> they seem like it seemed like it'd be a pretty physical game with those guys. That's awesome. Yeah, I just I just figured I had you for CCR. I just kind of I feel like it, it's like it's like fishing music too. So I had you for that one, man. So next one. So they call you up and say, "Hey, we want you to be a part of a, a movie, a movie franchise, right?" Now again, you probably will be remember the first one, but the second one's before your time. But they said, "Joe, we want you. Uh, you've made a name for yourself in the sport. We want you to be one of the uh, characters in these upcoming reboots." To these movie franchises to so a first one joe they're rebooting gremlins it could be one of the guys in the upcoming gremlins reboot or b there's a series of movies in the 80s called american ninja you could be the main ninja and the reboot of american ninja or the main guy in gremlins which one are you going with oh the main ninja for sure let's go i had you for that i had you for get real. my throwing stars out and get to work <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go dan which one do you have dan <laughs> man i'm i'm striking out so far i had the gremlins on that one. oh man okay got you so check this out there's been a, a theme lately in the past five or ten years joe of celebrities uh being a part of video games like taking their image and likeness and putting them into a video game call of duty's done it a lot mortal Kombat, different things right so these two video game franchises say joe we want to take joe bassman and put him in one of these upcoming uh video games check this out you can be a playable character in the next chapter of pac-man like you can just see yourself kind of running across screen right joe's image <laughs> or you can be a part of the uh, ufc 6 joe bassman character and ufc or pac-man which one are you go with pac-man let's go i have three for three dane crushing it dane how about you dane looks like um, you know who's buying lunch 
Yeah, I do so far. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a running theme here. I'm I'm so far behind. I just yeah, <laughs> need to make my resolution to get better at these rapid fires. I'm <laughs> over three now. Man, I'm yeah. Did you have a UFC, Dane, on that one? Yeah, I had UFC. Yeah, got you. Okay, so we're gonna transition into make believe even more for a second, Joe. So, question four: um, You're doing a fishing tournament. Uh, it's major league fishing. Uh, it's on Fox or something, and you have to do a, a head-to-head tournament against one of these two superheroes. You get to go against Batman or Superman for the day fishing tournament. Who do you want to go against? I would probably say Batman. See, I actually, I actually had you for Superman. Here's why: Batman. Uh, you know, obviously Superman's stronger, but Batman has got more uh, tricks up his sleeve. I feel like he could probably catch a fish with like some sonar stuff or whatever, just pull it out of the water. <laughs> so I actually had you for Superman. So that's my first wrong one, Dane. How about you, Dane? I actually had Batman because okay, of that. There reason. you go. It'd be okay. a tougher challenge to know how to. <laughs> yeah. He just incapacitated him, just net yeah. him all in. <laughs> like throw a smoke, <laughs> like yeah. smoke on the water, make him up or something. That's cool. Okay. There you go. So let's. So check this out. We're going to test your singing skills for the last one. Okay, Joe. So the last one, uh, again, going back to the 80s, and they say, hey, you you just finished a tournament, you took first place, won a trophy and all that. And two of these country singers come up and say, hey, Joe, on our next album, I want you to do do a duet with us and sing a a, a duet. You can uh, cut a track with Conway Twitty or the legendary Randy Travis. Which one are you going with? Randy Travis. Let's go. Four for five. I had you. How about you, Dane? (laughs) Uh, Conway. Let's go. Ah. I mean, just, you know, the both legendary, but yeah. So it looks like I'll take my lunch saying, can I get some uh, fish, you know, sent to me somehow, maybe like some lobster or something. So let's go. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll door dash it to you someday. Let's go. I'll take some red lobster, please. Maybe one of their like uh, scampi and bass things. Well, Joe, hopefully, man, in in interviews or media that you've done, some little something different. It's called Rapid Fire. So thanks for being a good sport. That was fun. Love it, man. Love it. Then go ahead. Thank <laughs> so. you. All right, Joe, on this last segment, we call it an open mic. You know, we have, like Josh said earlier, we have a lot of uh, younger listeners and viewers come on to kind of maybe get a nugget of knowledge of how to follow their passions to the to the pro level like you have. Would you have maybe a word or two of wisdom for them to kind of help them along their path to follow their passions? Maybe a mm. mantra you've carried or or something that you can give them to help them along? Absolutely. No matter what your passion is, like you have to love it and you have to be dedicated to that and 100 percent all in. And, you know, there's going to be people along the way that say, oh, you can't do it. You're never going to be good enough to do it. You should have went to college. And all this stuff, everybody's, you know, going to have something to say. But as long as you know in your heart that that's what you want to do and you're 100% committed and you're not going to let anything get in the way of that, you know, you're going to be unstoppable and you're going to get there. So keep Mm -hmm. hanging in there and it'll happen. But just be all in, committed and work hard and make good decisions and it'll definitely happen. I love that. That's Mm -hmm. it's 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 like Dan. we we hear this a lot and it's uh it's good to hear that from you because yo, there's it's i love how fishing now has never been more popular and it's anybody can do it and i I say this with all respect you know there's limitations of certain types of athletic where you know i might not be able to go play basketball if i have a torn achilles or something right or maybe i can't uh, you know just different things 
as long as you have the passion and the dedication, and the craft, it, it, like you said, from an early age, three through now, you knew this is what you wanted to do. Yeah. And so far, nobody slowed you down. You're continuing to grow. I mean, you've got your show now. I mean, you're doing the circuit. Yeah. You're doing the tour guide. And yeah. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger because you knew this is what you want to do and nobody stopped you. I'm sure there's Absolutely. been the, – I'm sure The other thing I wanted to add to ahead. that was you just have to like fall in love with the process, you know, because mm -hmm. there's going to be – times where it's not that easy you know there's mm. going to be highs and lows just like anything yeah no matter what career you're in but you know right. if you're just in love with the game and in love with the process you know i think it's definitely possible for anybody to achieve their dream i love that i love it man i appreciate that man so final i guess bonus question just from the fishing nerd that i am man. i always ask i always ask anglers kind of like their favorite everybody has a superstitious practice and i don't go anywhere when i fish without at least some type of live night crawlers even if i don't use them what's your favorite what's your favorite go-to bait like if you had to pick one what's your favorite go-to mm. you know yeah one bait for probably anywhere in the country that i would take with me if i got stranded on an island i would have a jig okay a football jig that's definitely by far my favorite bait what i have Love most it. confidence in and uh I just love throwing it. I love Catches it. I love it. That's what I thought. I thought you were going to say. I, I get. I get a lot of that uh, football jig type stuff. So I just. I had to ask you, man. Well, Joe, I'll tell you this. Dean and I are, are honored that you took the time to do this, Absolutely. man. Uh, to ring in the new year, um, the resolution to kind of go after your passion and just refocus. Um, that's what we're kind of all about here. Um, so, man, I'm grateful that you took the time to meet with us today. As Dean and I always say, it's an open invitation. As you get a few more tournaments in your belt in the upcoming year. Please make it a, a recurring thing, man. We'd love to have you on again yeah, in the future. And, uh, if you're open to that, we'd love to make this kind of an ongoing thing, okay? So Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome, man. Well, Joe, Dan and I appreciate your time, man. You're welcome to drop off. We appreciate you being here, man. This is going to be a great 2024. We look forward to chasing yep. and watching your success and achievements along the way. So we love you, man, and we appreciate you greatly, okay? So, yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Take care, brother. Guys. Take care, man. So, Dan, I'm telling you, what do you think? He kept talking about his passion and chasing it. What do you think of that, Dan? Is that cool? Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, you hear that from some of the even the elder statesmen and women that we've had on about following yeah. their passion from a young age and, and to hear somebody so young that's doing great things saying, I still have this burning inside me to go bigger and get better. So, mm -hmm. and always, like you said, constantly learning. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what you do, where you go, constantly learn. And that's he, a great message to have for not only it's something that some people don't come to later in life, but he's already got that instilled mm -hmm. in him. He, he he kept saying, you know, he made this mention of you got to love it. And I keep I keep focusing on this where it's like you got to love it. Right. Because mm -hmm. um, I heard yeah. this this coach one time. It was the most interesting analogy I ever heard about, you know, the day to day grind and falling in love with it when you're in between right. seasons or all that. And this analogy he gave is like, imagine taking your favorite steak. Or your favorite food, and you got to chew it uh, like for an entire day. You know, you get hungry, you eat yeah. your food. Uh, first slice of pizza, I love it. Maybe third or fourth, but you're just chewing on this pizza, this thing that you love yeah. all day long. And it's like, yeah. how do I keep it interesting, keep the flavor? I was like, that was a very interesting analogy to yeah. life and these athletes and pro anglers and musicians that just do it, even when it's like, ah, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. I know in the long term, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, yeah, need to yeah. It was another thing, like you said, is fall in love with the process. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to do. It's one of those tougher things to do. But, you know, even when people are telling you, well, maybe this might not work out for you because you don't have a success at that time. It's like, just keep 
keep grinding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you can't hear that message enough, especially for the younger viewers and listeners to have somebody come on and tell you that constantly, that it's, it's not something that just mom and dad or just your coaches say it's the people that are up doing it at a high level, at the highest level that you yeah. can listen to them and say, maybe they're onto something. Maybe they're right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and we always say the next generation of athletes and musicians is in good hands and he's a young yeah. guy and look at, look at the yeah. work ethic that he's got. So yeah. that's the kind of person I want my kid modeling after someone like that who knows what they want and yeah. they know how to go Absolutely. about it. And they're not afraid of the hard work. It's hard work, man. Don't let anybody fool yeah. you. Spending 10, 12, 15 hours in the lake is not, it yeah. seems like it's all good and great, but that's hard work, man. Cause you're, yeah. I've come back many times out catching a fish and others, you have those nice holes and 19 pound days, like he's yeah. talking about. So it is a job and it's like, you don't yeah. know what you're going to get. As he mentioned, you're not seeing the fish on the top of the water. You have no idea. You, you, you plan, you study, you kind of like you scout it out. You may come back with nothing that day. So to keep that yeah. positive mindset, it's just, I love this guy. So yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see, you know, his tournaments that he does in 24. I'm happy for him and his, his personal success and we'll make this a recurring thing and have him on again you know so yeah absolutely can't wait this week's gonna be a good one dane uh kind of get a little uh sneak peek of the week ahead so we do have our buddy aaron from a band called gemini syndrome stopping by tuesday Mm -hmm. night yeah got a few more in the week next week we got our buddy jake dune from channel 12 local running superstar plus a few others so we're hitting uh january strong as we said uh we're not slowing down uh, we, we look forward to continuing to grow the show and we'll keep it going as long as you guys are interested. So we'll Absolutely. end, we'll end the, the 2023 with our buddy Joe and don't forget as Dane and I always say, don't forget that we love you and Dane. Thank you for listening. Nice. No-